This week's Interdimension Shear on Parshish Truma B'Syat Rishmaya. What a privilege to be able to learn from you and to you and with you here from Yerushalayim, Merakodesh, snowy Yerushalayim. It's a very rare, special day. And so it's simply wonderful to be with you and thank you so much for joining. And B'Syat Rishmaya, let me just quick record. Okay. Okay, so Chazay Hashem, B'Syat Rishmaya, we're going to dive in this week to a teaching from the Degel Machne Ephraim. The Degel Machne Ephraim was a grandson of the Baal Shem HaKadosh, the brother of Reb Baruch of Mezhbish, and the uncle, therefore, of Reb Nachman of Breslov. Reb Nachman was the son of the Degel Machne Ephraim's sister, Fega, and uh, the sister of Reb Baruch Mezhbisher. It was known, Bechlal, in Hasidic lore, that the Degel Machne Ephraim was rooted in Chesed, and Reb Baruch of Mezhbish was rooted in Gvura, but together, Fega, there, sister sort of brought it all together and implanted that into Rabbi Nachman and we discuss in the context of the LPP course for those chavr that are part of that and uh, Be'ez Hashem, you'll all be part of that at some point in some form but Rabbi Nachman said about himself that his thing was davenin, lernin and davenin, was to put it all together, was to put the kalim and the ar to sort of bring it all together in a way that could be best actualized in a balanced, healthy sort of way. And um, that's our whole avodas, to give over Rabbi Nachman in such a way, to give over Hasidus in such a way, and to try to live in such a way where we keep the focus on what's the most important and um, allow for ourselves to engage in the ar of Hasidus and the ar in the light of Torah with the requisite kalim to be able to keep that balanced, healthy, in a proper, uh, normal way. And that's, uh, that's what we're trying to do with Siyat So thank you all for being a part of it. Thank you all for learning with me. And uh, let's jump right in. So I'm going to share my screen as always so that, we can see the, so that we can see the notes. And we're going to dive right into this incredible teaching from the Degamach Nefraim. Also, it's known... Today is Moshe Rabbeinu's yard side, at least over here in Eretz Yisrael. It's already the night, and so it's already Zion Adar, Moshe Rabbeinu's yard side. And we're going to learn Be'ezer Hashem tonight together a little bit, or today, wherever you are, all around the world. We're going to discuss the Mishkan. We're going to discuss what that means for us, each of us individually, to build a Mishkan. What it means, the Krushim, what that aspect of Keresh is, those pillars about which, of, of which the Mishkan was formed. And ultimately, all of us know that all of the materials were brought, the Mishkan had to come, and the whole Indian of everything that went into making the Mishkan, the Mishkan needed to come from the heart, it was about, it was about the heart of each and every person contributing, and that ultimately the Mishkan was brought to, uh, to Moshe Rabbeinu, because nobody was able to put it together, but Moshe Rabbeinu. And it was Moshe who took all the different pieces and put it up. And Moshe Rabbeinu, of course, doesn't just represent the tzaddik of that generation, but of course the Zohar Kaddish tells us, Ispashtusa de Moshe Bechaldar. That the expression of Moshe Rabbeinu's neshama is present in every generation and the leaders of every generation. And that Moshe ultimately is rooted in the Rosh Tevis of the Pasuk and Mishle, Ma Shehaya Hu Ma Shehaya Hu is Rosh Tevis and Moshe. What was, will be. Moshe Rabbeinu is present in every generation. We don't know where Moshe Rabbeinu is buried, says the Ma'arinayim in this week's parsha. The reason we don't know where Moshe is buried is because he's buried within each and every Jew. Moshe Rabbeinu is emunah, Moshe Rabbeinu is 
clarity with regard to the reality of the master of the world and how much he loves us and his shlosh esrei midas of racham and those 13 traits of mercy that were revealed dafka to Moshe, all of that is encapsulated within the leaders of the generation and within the tzaddik va'amich kulam tzaddikim, within that righteous aspect that all of us contain deep within ourselves. And that's a whole bechina of of, of, uh, of Haman wanting to go ahead and destroy the Jewish nation Dafka in the month of Adar because he felt that that was when Moshe Rabbeinu left the world but of course how mistaken he was because we know that although yes it was the day that Moshe Rabbeinu left the world but ultimately it was the day that he was reborn into each and every member of the Jewish nation. It's the tzaddik that puts up the Mishkan. All of that which we're trying to go ahead and to give to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to bring to the table to express our talents in a way in which our Yiddishkeit can become a vessel for our individualistic expression of love for the master of the world, ultimately it's the tzaddik that's putting that together. Ultimately it's the tzaddik of every generation who takes all of those different aspects, lifts them up to where they need to be lifted up. And very much this lesson that we're going to learn tonight from the Degamach and Ephraim is also a bechina of Moshe Rabbeinu putting up the Mishkan, in teaching us about the Mishkan, in enabling us to take our deepest ritzonos and express them in a way that can be used to compose this Mishkan on this dwelling place for the master of the world, this is exactly what we're going to be delving into. So it's very apropos that we're learning a teaching about the Mishkan from a tzaddik that contains the spark of Moshe Rabbeinu within him, who was the master at putting up the Mishkan, at taking all of our unique individualistic uh, expressions of desire and putting it all together in such a way that Hashem's presence can dwell upon the Jewish nation and all of what we bring to the table to, uh, to create something special for Him and to transform this world into a place that ultimately that the earth and that's what we're waiting for and longing for and that's what we're witnessing it's a slow process but it's a steady process that the earth should be permeated with the light of the master of the world we should be zochet to see it with our own eyes continue to unfold Be'ezer Hashem so let's jump right into the Heli Gedegel. And he goes on the Pasuk, Asisa es That the master of the world tells Moshe Rabbeinu and tells B'Tzalel, tells the nation of, uh, of Am Yisrael, that we are to make crushing. We are to make pillars lemishkan for the Mishkan. Atzei shitim omdim. To create atzei shitim omdim. To utilize wood atzei shitim and to transform them into panels, into pillars that are going to form the, the, uh, the walls of the Mishkan. Says the Heli Gedegel, to understand this. Because we know that the Hasidic masters didn't simply want us to learn the Torah in a way of analyzing what was and what Am Yisrael were commanded to do. Of course we need to do that. That's called the Nigla of Torah. Of course we need to understand the exact measurements, how it looked, the etc. But the Tzadikim wanted also to reveal the aspect of Netzach, to reveal the aspect in which every single Pasuk in the Torah, even though it seems to be referring to something that was specific to a previous generation, to a previous time, how there's something relevant for me, so that when we engage with the Torah, we're able to perceive how every single word has something to say to me now, as a Jew in the modern age in 2021. And so this, the Degel says, how are we to understand 
understand and to connect to this command that was ultimately given in a practical way to the Dar HaMidbar to build Krashim, Atsi Shitim Omdim out of this kind of special cedar wood to make, to, to, to make the, the walls of the Mishkan. How are we to connect to that and to embody that within our Avodah Hashem? Bikitzer Nimrat, he says, we're going to say this very quickly, even though it's a little bit of a longer piece, but this is in relation to how long it really should be. This is called Bikitzer Nimrat, because these are big, big, big ideas, and we're going to try to see after the Shemaya with the help of the Master of the World and with the participation of each one of your souls and each one of your special channel to bring down Siyat the Shemaya, that all together we're going to try to uh, explain these ideas in the clearest and, uh, and, and, and most basic way. Says the Degel. He says, I received and accepted from my grandfather, who is the Degel's grandfather. It's the Baal Shem HaKadosh. This aspect of the pillars of which the Mishkan was composed is a remez, is symbolizing Adam, humans, man, a Jew. Now, how do you understand why the Keresh, why this aspect of the pillar that obviously reached the top of the Mishkan and all the way plugged down into the Adanim, into the, uh, into the sockets at the bottom of the Mishkan that held up the walls? How are, to we, how are we to understand the Baal Shem Tov's teaching that the Keresh represents Adam? What does that mean? Who? Kibi Oisios Keresh, who Oisios Kesher. Because the letters Keresh, which mean pillar, are also the same letters as Kesher, to bind, to tie. And the Shema Kaddish tells us that when humans and when the Jew is compared to a Keresh, to a pillar, what that means is that our deepest identity, when we understand how to define our purpose in this world, our premise in this world, our shlichus, our mission in this world, is when we take the letters kesher and we switch them around so that it spells kesher, or rather keresh, and we switch them around so it spells kesher to bind. Because our job as Jews in this world is to serve as the vehicle to bind the lowest elements of being to the highest elements of creation. To be that kesher, to be that bond that ties the deepest depths of physicality, of humanity, of what that means to live in a physical world and be a human with the most exalted levels of spirituality. Through our Maisa, that's the lowest aspect of engaging in the world on a most basic level, to our Dibur, and ultimately up to our Machshava, we are the Sulam Mutzav Artsa, that Yaakov Avinu sees this ladder that reaches all the way to the ground. But at the top of the ladder reaches the heavens. And that is, Yaakov Avinu isn't just seeing a symbol or dream, but he's seeing a symbolic manifestation or a metaphoric manifestation of who he is. Yaakov Avinu sees himself reflected as this ladder that on the one hand it's Mutzav Artsa and that all of us are simply walking around this world trying to be better husbands and fathers and wives and spouses and parents etc etc and friends and community members. All of us in our own lives are trying to figure out the best way to engage in what it means to be a human. 
And in order to do that, or in doing so, we are binding everything up to the highest level to find HaKadosh Baruch Hu in it, to realize how everything in life is Avodah Hashem, every single arena, every single aspect and facet of the human experience is an opportunity to enter or to allow Hashem to enter, to let God in. Like the Kutzker said, where is God found? Wherever you let Him in. And all of life, every single aspect of life, all of those nakudas of Mutzav Artsa that seem on the surface to just be the simple facts of living, become hechalos, become chambers that we are given the opportunity to allow Hashem's light to fill. Where is God? Wherever you let Him in. And that's the job of a Jew, is to let God in everywhere. That's our job. And the Malachim can only let HaKadosh Baruch in in very, very specific circumstances in the spiritual realm, in the context of their exact shlichus where they cannot deviate left or right. But it's only human beings that were sent down into this world with neshamas, by the way, that come from a much higher place than the neshamas of the Malachim, or what that energy is called a Malach. But it's only us that we were put into this world with the Ramach Varim and the Shasag Gidim, the, 304, the 365 veins and sinews and the 248 limbs which compose the human being, the physiological structure of what it is to be a human, which correspond to the 365 Los Assays and the 248 Assays, the aspects of Sur Meira and Aseto, only we can utilize the deepest, deepest depth of physicality in that human experience to create heichalos wherever we turn. Sur me ra, v'asitov, as we're going to learn to turn the ra, or the potential for evil itself into tov, that that becomes a kisei, that itself becomes a vessel for godliness in turning away from it, in turning away from it, that that creates a heichal to allow Hashem's light to fill this world in a way that it couldn't have filled otherwise. We are the Kesher. We are the Keresh. These pillars that go from up to down, to combine the highest levels of spirituality deep, 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 to bring them in to the lowest pockets of existence. That's the human. Binding heaven to earth, the highest realms of being to the lowest depths of, of physicality. To combine these things together. And that tzaddik is referred to in the Pasuk that all of us say every single morning in Shachris, we say, we mentioned this in this year and before. All of the spheros, all of those lower midos of the master of the world are hinted to here. Chesed is l'chashem ha-gdula. Gdula is chesed. Hakel ha-gadol ha-gibar va-nayra. Gadol is chesed. Ha-gvura is gvura. Tiferes is tiferes. Netzachod. And then the aspect of Yisod that's the aspect of the tzaddik yisod olam, that the tzaddik is connected to the midah of yisod, seems to be missing from the pasuk, because it drums right down to l'cha Hashem ha-mamlacha, mamlacha's malchus, that's the lowest spiritual uh, manifestation of Hashem's trait. So where's yisod? But the tzaddik can teach us, and we've discussed this previously, that yisod is captured in these words, ki chol b'ashamayim uva'aretz. Everything in the heaven and the earth, that is the expression of the Mida of Yisod that Arizal points out that the words Kichal are Gematria, Yisod. It's implanted and imprinted within that Pasuk. Kichal is the Bechin of Yisod. Say the Tzadikim, Kichal Yisod, Bashamayim Uva Aret. Says the Zohar Kaddish, Tzadik, 
is man de achid shmaya the tzaddik is the individual, and the tzaddik within all of us is that energy that's able to be ma'achid, to unify shmaya va'ara, heaven and earth. Not just heaven, kilu, the skies, right? But heaven in terms of the spiritual levels that are above and beyond, transcendent, godliness, so to speak. The premise for being, where there's no evil and everything is one and everything is true. And everything is permeated with the, with the expression of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's infinite goodness. Shmaya. Ve'ara, and to bind that together into this world to make for HaKadosh Baruch Hu adira bitachtonim, like the Balatanya so often stresses. To make this world into a dwelling place for the divine. Like we said, to turn every area of life into a heichel. Where is God? Wherever you let Him in. And so to let God in everywhere, every single possible experience, the good times and the bad times, the successes and the failures, the feelings of being broken and being alone, all of those or that great spectrum of the human experience that angels cannot fathom that other half because they don't live or operate in that place where there's Ra. That is a uniquely human opportunity to allow HaKadosh Baruch Hu in everywhere. That's the tzaddik's job and that is the job of the tzaddik within all of us, that all of us have that aspect of tzaddik manda achid shmaya va'ara, to take heaven and earth and to put those two things together. That says the Degamach and Ephraim, that's what the Baal Shem HaKadosh meant when he said that an Adam is a, is a Keresh is the pillar. That the pillar goes that's the sulam that Yaakov Avinu sees, the ladder that goes is touching the heavens. And that's the osios kesher that ultimately the tzaddik is man that we are mikasher, the highest levels of existence to the lowest levels of existence. We bind all the worlds together and allow for this world to become permeated with the light of the master of the world. Therefore, he says, A person constantly needs to live life in every circumstance again when things are going good. And I bless us only to share good news and to experience good things. But even when things are going not so great, and even when we don't feel it, to constantly remember that this is all, all an expression of Hashem's desire for a relationship with us and to keep Him in mind and not to lose focus of the ultimate focus of the premise of existence and the purpose of the world and the purpose of life is to allow for Hashem to settle into the lowly places or how silly it would be when a person experiences a low place then to shut God out. I mean, that's the tachlis of existence. That's why you were sent to this world. Dafka, dafka, to be in a situation where you're a little broken or to be in a little bit of a dirty place where you fell into a place that you shouldn't have fallen into and from there connect to God. That's not the time to shut God out. That's the time dafka to open up to Hashem because that's the only reason that you were put into this world. If Hashem wanted that we should only let Him in when things are going good, He wouldn't have needed human beings. He would have, been, he would have sufficed with the angels because they experienced that. It's specifically in those times and of course we have to try to stay away from that and Sur may rise also a vessel to allow the Ra to become part of this conversation by staying away from it, right? And that also elevates the ratatov. But certainly when a person falls into that low place, that's dafka what brings Hashem, or Nachman teaches in many places, the greatest aliyah, so to speak. Like the Pasuk says, and like the Zarkadah says, Kad Asa Yisro, when Yisro, the Ger, the Ovid of Adazara, approached and came close to the Jewish belief, Va'amar and Yisro said, now I know that God is great. 
says the Zara Kaddish, Kedain is Yakar is Allah Shma'ila. At that moment, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name, so to speak, was revealed in its utmost greatness. And it wasn't when Moshe Rabbeinu said, Gevalt, you know, Rabbanu Shalalem, you're so real to me and you're so great. That, that, that was nice, it was sweet, but it wasn't the ultimate. It's specifically an Ovid of a Dezara. It's specifically a person who fails. It's specifically a person who's rooted in a place of either emotional brokenness, spiritual brokenness, intellectual, financial, whatever it is. Karov Hashem Lenishbari Leif. Karov Hashem Lechal Karov. That's the time to call out to Him, to reveal Him from that place. Where is God? Wherever you let Him in. And Hebra, what's the ultimate goal of this whole story, of this whole Jewish enterprise, of the whole history of the world, 7,000 years? What's it all for? What's the tachlis? By Yom Hahu Hashem Echad Ushmoy Echad. The word Shmoy is always hinting to the Bechina of Elohim, which is Gematria Hateva, nature. And the ultimate purpose of all of this is so that it should be revealed, as the Ramchal writes so often in Adab Amarim and in Klach all over the place, that the Tachlis is that ultimately the Shmoi, the aspect of Elohim, the aspect of Hester, the aspect of Bechira, the aspect of physicality should be revealed to be one with His spirituality. Hashem Echad Ushmoi Echad, one. And so the more that we let Hashem into those lower pockets, and the more there's Yeridas Hadoros, in a certain way, it's Aliyas Hadoros. That's why I always say, Anachnu Dar Mitsuyan, because with all of our difficulties and all of our challenges and all of our struggles and all of our failures that are uniquely extreme, that previous generations didn't have the capacity to fall in such a way and to experience such Tumah. The lowest, lowest, lowest uh, you know, experiences that humanity could ever fall to, it's specifically we that have the ability to reveal God in this place, from this place. Kol is a kinoi for the midah of Yesod. Like we said, kichal. Zos is a kinoi for Malchus. Uvechal zois shim It's when the dar of Malchus, the dar of Mashiach, the final generation, reveals the kol within ourselves, the tzaddik man da'achit shmaya va'ara. Uvechal zois shim We haven't forgotten that shimcha, that hateva, that elukim, is really permeated with your, with your, with your presence. That's the highest thing. That's Naal Tishkachinu. How could a Kaddish Baruch Hu ever forget us when we're the ones that are creating that possibility for there to be an aspect of Echad Ushmoy Echad because where is God? Wherever you let Him in. And so, Kolzman, that there are pockets of existence. Kolzman, that there are facets of the human experience that have not yet been allowed to become vessels, to become heichalos or chambers for God's light to descend so that we're not yet at the end. And that means that all of us are part of this process and that we play our part. So how silly it is that specifically when we're broken, that's when we run away. Who knows if that's why Hashem didn't send you, right? That, that pain and that brokenness is specifically because He wants you to utilize that fall and to channel that into something holy to reveal Hashem's light that it's so deep and that it's so bright that it's able to reach even me, even now. Who knows? Who knows? I remember once I was going through a very, very difficult time. I was in uh, Farakaway, uh, you know, back before I was, I was dating and I was in Yeshiva. I was going through a broken time. There was something certain, a certain something I was trying to work on and it wasn't going, it wasn't going, it wasn't going. And um, I remember that I 
came to shul for Mincha, and between Mincha and Marav, I was standing by the bookshelf looking in a safer, and all of a sudden I saw Ramata Frank. Ramata, for anybody who knows, that Breslov Mashpi, I don't know why he was in Farakoy, it was bizarre. He just pops up when you need him. You know, he's one of those chaver that just when you really need him, that's where he is. Sabachin of Anavi, you know, he's just, he's, he's there, he's hanging around. And then the moment that you need most, that's where he shows up. And so Mamish, I was just so thrilled to see him, and I walked over to him, and my broken Hebrew, I, I expressed to him this, this brokenness, you know, Ad Masai, like how long am I going to be trapped in this? How long? And Armata looked at me, and I was expecting him to give me chizuk, and he did give me chizuk, but, but in a way, he was very sharp. And he looked me in the eyes, and he says, when are you going to stop being so selfish? He said, when are you going to stop being so selfish? I said, it's selfish. So what's selfish? I'm trying to serve a Kaddish Baruch on the highest level. So Ramata said to me, he said, if you're trying to serve Hashem on the highest level, what do you know what He wants from you? What do you know whether He wants you to serve a Kaddish Baruch on the level of the Tzaddik, Yisod, Olam, where everything's perfectly fine and everything's great. Maybe He wants you to serve Him in a place of falling and trying to get back up and trying your best and even despite your best efforts, and we have to put in our best efforts, Chavar. This, this doesn't mean to whitewash you know, this uh, you know, very lenient approach to anything. This, this means that we try our best. David HaMelech tries his best. We all try our best. But this is the neshama that falls. And this is the soul of our generation. So why are you demanding of a Kaddish Baruch Hu? Make sure that Mamashai should be able to serve you perfectly. He wants you to serve him perfectly from his perspective, not from yours. And that you sometimes can be the vessel to reveal him in a way that the tzaddikei hadar are not revealing him. It was karase yisro. It was when yisro drew close that even the Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't bring such an aliyah to Hashem's name in a certain aspect, in a certain bechina. So don't be selfish and play the role that God wants from you and stick, you know, like like stay in the game and remind yourself that it's not about you. It's about him. It's always about him. Always about him. It's not about you. It's about the master of the world. And if it's about the master of the world, so then who cares if your shlichus is to carry the king's crown or to take out the garbage? You know, who cares? Who cares? Because you're a shliach of the king. It's not about you. And he told me, why are you being so selfish? It was a shock to the system a little bit, but I was misboning. And I said, you know something? You're right. You're right. It stings. It's annoying. It's frustrating. But if it's not about me, so then I don't really have a say. And I'm going to keep on keeping on. I'm going to keep with Aza Stigadusha, keep on coming back. And say, Rabbanu Shalom, I'm trying my best. Ultimately, you know, you know best. You know best. You know best. But that's the aspect that we're talking about here, to be ma'achid. And to bind our thoughts to the Creator in every situation, the good times and the bad times, the holy places and the unholy places, all of those ups and downs of the human experience, to try our best to bring Hashem into that because that is the purpose of our generation. That's what this is all about. To demonstrate to the master of the world that even in an aspect of Zos, of the Dar of Malchus, of the lowest generation, we're connected to Kichol Bashamayim of Aretz, to the Sulamuts of Arts of Arayshim and Gashamayim, to the Indian of Keresh, to the Indian of Keresh. And through this, we have the tremendous privilege of being the Shadchin Kiviachal between HaKadosh Baruch Hu's indwelling presence, which is called the Shechina, which means to dwell, and Kut which is the transcendent aspect, that realm in which HaKadosh Baruch Hu can be clearly perceived, it's obvious, it's clear, without Simsum, just on that level beyond. 
And when we go ahead and we bind our thoughts to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and find Him in every aspect of our lives, both the holy places, the unholy places, the good times, the negative times, we are making a shidduch. We're drawing HaKadosh Baruch Hu's transcendent godliness down even into this worldliness and revealing the latent potential for a human being to be godly. We become that sulam, we bring those malachim together. We bring that aspect of God's indwelling presence and a Kaddish Baruch who's transcendent being. We bring that together. And then everything comes together. It's all on us. We are the ladder. We are the pillar. We are the channel. Each of our neshamas uh, is a shvil, right? It doesn't just mean bishvil that the world was created for the Jewish nation. Bishvil, you know, Yisrael. But bishvil means shvil is like a path. That all of us, our, our, our neshamas and our actions and our speech and our thoughts, every aspect of our existence is a bechina of a shvil, of a path that allows godliness to come down and be channeled down and, uh, and flow into this world to create that matziv of ta'ir eretz michvodech. That the world should be bursting with your, with your presence. That Rosh Hashanah of ta'ir eretz michvodech is Rosh Hashanah's emes. Emes is Rosh Toch Sof. We discussed this many times in the past. MS starts with the letter Aleph. It's the first letter of the Aleph base. Mem is the middle letter of the Aleph base. And ultimately, the Taf is the Taf Alma de Biruda, the low place. It's the furthest from Aleph, which is pristine, which is high, which is the Alufa Shalolam, the chief of the world, the master of the world. Taf is the lowest letter. But Ta'ir Eretz Michvodech as Rosh is Emes because that's the deepest Emes that everything should be permeated with godliness. The Aleph and the Mem and the Taf Ta'ir Eretz Michvodech that physicality should be bursting with godliness. Where is God? Wherever you let Him in and that's our obligation. That's our opportunity. That's our Avoda in this generation. Surrounded by such lowliness it's because we have to transform it. It's because we have to reveal HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence even there, specifically there, Dafka there. It's Yeridus Hadoros, but on a certain level it's Aliyas Hadoros in the deepest, deepest way because we have an opportunity that previous generations did not have to bring Hashem even into the craziness of our situation now. Forget about just the time we live in, but the circumstances that we're experiencing. No other generation had the opportunity to bring Hashem even into this level of bilbaladas and of confusion and of brokenness and of tsaris. We have this unique opportunity to find Hashem even here. But if a person uses that ability to bind, that capacity to bring together and to connect to that realm beyond and the highest levels of existence, and instead of using it for holiness, we bind ourselves to the havli oilam, to the shtus of this world, that it's not a channel that's connecting upward and allowing for spirituality to flow down, but it's sort of like a you, right? It's like, it's sula mutzav arza, veroshe mutzav arza, right? It's like, it, it, instead of reaching the heavens, it goes right there back to this world. And that's what we're makasha ourselves to. How tragic it is. And I understand how tzaddikim look at another Jew who's, who's not holding where he should be holding. It's not, a, it's not an aspect of, 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 of anger and of hatred and of disdain and of looking down, but it's an aspect of brokenness because, because the tzaddikim are able to look at each and every Jew and realize what our potential is. And when a Jew is not utilizing that, so it's, it's just, it's such a chaval. It's such a chaval. 
Our ability is so great. Our capacity to transform this world into a place where our Kaddish Baruch Hu's presence is shining. To live the best life. Is so great. And instead, we take that holiness and that capacity to bind. And we connect ourselves. The capacity of Yisod. And we connect ourselves to Shtus and Mahavle Oilam. That ultimately are transient. They don't really matter in the ultimate, in the ultimate scheme of things. That the word keresh can mean a pillar, and it can also be rearranged, those letters to spell kesher, to bind. But those very same letters can also be turned around to spell sheker, which is the hepich of emes of tar eretz michvodecha aleph to tav. And then in the place of utilizing our kesher ability to bind and to become a keresh, which is to bind heaven and earth, we misinterpret that ability and we turn it into sheker as opposed to allowing emes to manifest in our lives, to be true to ourselves, to be true to our potential, to be true to other people, to be true to God, to live a life of transparency to our source. And it just becomes sheker. We clog up that shvil, that channel. And it's all about us and our egoism and our own self-gratification. And it's not about the ultimate, ultimate purpose. We get caught up in the moment. And ultimately, moment to moment to moment to moment, we waste our, we waste our days and we waste our lives away. And it's not an Indian, like I say so often, it's not an Indian of, 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 you know, of Onesh in the next world, you know, that we talk about hell, hell that we're going to experience in the next world, we're going to burn. Who cares? It's the hell in this world that we enter into and we don't have mercy on ourselves, rahmanas on ourselves. And we, that we don't realize who we really are and what we're really capable of and we waste our time and it's a chaval. And it's, again, it's not a chaval in the aspect of, oh boy, you're going to get punished. It's not a chaval. What the chaval is, is that Hashem sent us here on a mission. And He gave us the tools to accomplish this mission. And those tools are three letters. Kuf, Shin, Reish, Kesher. We have that ability within our, within our capacity, no matter what our circumstances are, machshava, dibor, and maisa, to make those into hechalos, to make those into chambers, to fill them with godliness, to bring light to the world, to bring positivity to the world, to bring clarity to the world, to bring tamimas and pshitas to the world. And instead of doing that, so often we rearrange those letters into a very, very negative tzirif of sheker. And whereas the letters of MS, this is Yadua, the letters of MS span the deepest, deepest, furthermost extremity of the spectrum of the Alephase from Aleph, the very first letter, all the way down to the top. The letters of Sheker are literally three letters that are together. Kuf, Reish, Shin. That's all there is. It's just the moment as opposed to eternity. Purim is the light of eternity. Purim is the light of Chu'asam Hayisa Lanetzach. Kimu Vikiblu. Kimu Mashikiblu Kfar. Is the Bechina of a reacceptance of the Torah Me'ava. Of realizing that my life is just one little uh, spark of a big, huge story. It's one little drop in the ocean of Am Yisrael that's on a collective nish- mission that passes, passes this torch from generation to generation all the way until the end of time. And that we're part of a story that's bigger than us, that roots all the way back to the Aleph, to the very first expression of creation that began, Bishvil Yisrael, Shinnikoreshis. We're a part of that grand Shvil, that grand channel, bringing morality, bringing ethics just on a basic level, but certainly bringing down Das to the world in such a way 
to be an Amsegula, to be a Mamlachas Koyanim Vigoy Kadash. And instead of embodying that tremendously broad spectrum of existence and experience, to be broad-minded people because we're connected to the Bechina of MS, and so the small things don't matter to us, and not to break relationships, and not to break you know, just the basic, basic aspects of civility over stupid things. Mask, no mask, vaccine, no vaccine. And we spend our whole days on WhatsApp chats, a thousand messages over Havle Havolim, Tevel. It's Sheker, ultimately. Of course, these things are important. So ask your Rav, but what's the use? What's the utility of fighting with people a thousand times a day? What's the point? What's the point? It's the Bechin of Sheker because it's rooted in the moment as opposed to taking the all into account. And of course, life is a balance between the Sheker and the Emes in a way, right? Because we have to lift up the Sheker. Meaning we have to lift up every experience to become part and to allow eternity to express itself and refract itself in that fragment. But if we live in an Emes consciousness or broad-minded people and the small things, we don't sweat the small stuff. The small stuff between people, the misunderstanding, it's okay, it's fine. It doesn't matter. That's not, what my, that's, that's not what my life is hinging on. It's so much bigger than that. It's so much broader than that. Who cares? Let it go. That's the Bechina of Emes. That's the Bechina of Kesher, as opposed to Sheker. That's the Bechina of Ta'ir Eretz Mechvodecha. To realize that we're part of something so much bigger. And that our capacity is awesome and tremendous. What we have the ability and opportunity to accomplish is not to be believed if we only believed in ourselves. We would realize how not to be believed it was if we only believed in ourselves. And so we bind ourselves. This is what the of man. When he said, A very famous tire from the Baal Shem HaKadosh of the Pasuk says, When Am Yisrael later on in history would turn away and serve other gods, right? With a lowercase g, the, the false idols. Says the Baal Shem HaKadosh. You know how we read these words? Listen to these words. And again, these psukim existed for thousands of years before the Baal Shem. But somehow nobody read it in this way. And the Baal Shem did this consistently with the whole entire Torah and Chazal. It's the same ingredients. It's a different cake. It's just a different cake. It's a different taste. It's a different time. It's a different approach. It's a different experience. Listen to the way the Baal Shem HaKadosh read it. A simple understanding means that you will turn away to serve other gods. Says the Baal Shem Tov, you know what these words mean? The moment that you're in a Bechino of Vesartem, that you turn away for a half second from being focused on the ultimate purpose of life, the premise of existence, Vesartem, you're already, there's no, there's no parav. If you're not connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu all the time, and that's what our ideal goal is, to put all of the various means of Yiddishkeit in the context of the end of connecting and building a relationship with the master of the world, that it's not about us, but it's about him. So you're already rooted in the other side. You're already rooted in the realm of Sheker. There's no, there's no, there's no pariv place between Sheker and Emes. It's either Mamish Emes, and that anything that's pariv, that's not clearly a mitzvah, we're elevating and it's becoming a mitzvah, or it's all Sheker. There's no in-between. That in-between stage, we don't have time to go into now, but that in-between stage that's called in the Svarim, and the Tanya and other Svarim, called Klipas Noga, that glowing Klipa that's sort of in the middle of perfect holiness and perfect negativity, 
is only middle in the sense that it can go both ways, that it can either become included into Gedusha, which is the Bechina of Erev Shabbos, for example, that we can make an early Shabbos and that Bechina of Erev Shabbos can become Shabbos, or it can become included into the weekday. That's the only sense in which it's middle. But not that there's a way of living life in this world where I'm sort of, I'm sort of in between. There's no such thing. There is no such thing. Rabbi Nachman has a tire about this. I think it's Kuf Yud Beis. I can't remember the exact tire. I can look it up. But somewhere in the Kuf, in the early Kufs, Rabbi Nachman talks about two chavalim, two ropes. And it makes it very clear. There's a chavol de Gedusha and there's a chavol of Sitra Achor. There's two ropes. There's two premises of living. And you're either connected to the Chevel the Gedusha or you're connected to the Chevel of Sitra Achor. There's no middle ground. And to be connected to the Chevel the Gedusha means that anything in life that is not a mitzvah, but it's also not usr, so it's mutter, it means that we're utilizing all of that mutter stuff or mutter experience and we're channeling it to godliness. Rabbi Nachman says over there that the way to switch from one rope to the other is a good broken-hearted sigh. Rabbi Nachman says, Wait, I can't get into the whole depth now, but when a Jew mamish feels broken and lets out this big, oh, I'm just not where I'm supposed to be. In the context of the story of our, of the story of our lives, of the story of the lost princess, it's a beginning of, hey, chanani where am I in the world? Where have I fallen to? Hey, chanani a good sight. That switches you, says Rabbi Nachman, from the chevel de sitra achra to the chevel de kedusha. But al-kalpanim, it's either or. V'sartem, v'avantem lehim acherem. There's no middle ground. That's considered as if you're already in the realm of the Klippa. You're already living in the realm of Sheker, of Mochin de Katnus, a small-minded, constricted way of looking at things, as opposed to Mochin de Godless, of Emes, of Aleph, Mem, Tav, of that broad spectrum of existence, of Ta'ir, Eretz, Michvodecha, Kesher, to be the Bechina of a Keresh, Mirosh, Va'atzov, Tzadik, Ma'ad, Shmaya, Ba'ara. If we don't have that, then it's the Bechina of Sheker. There's no in-between. There's no in-between. Because you're connected to that. We know that a person was created with both good and evil. And that we have in, in every single moment, even when it's not a choice between like Esau and Yaakov. It's not a choice between the Beis Medrash or an idol worship. But at every moment in life, we're sitting down to a good dinner. We have a path before us, two paths. How are we going to engage in this dinner? In what way? With what consciousness? With what mindset? For what purpose? What's the context in which this, in, in which this content exists? What's the general context of our life? What's the premise? The Yeshavan of Shnei Bechinas. Kamashikasa, the Pasik says, Re'e si nasati lefanecha, I placed before you asatoiv, vesara, sabracha vesaklala, ubacharta bachayim. Choose life. Choose a real life. That tzaddikim afilu bimisasim krim chayim, that the tzaddikim, even when they leave this world, they're still called living because they bound this world to the next world, but rishayim afilu bachayim krim mesim. But the rishayim, those people that are connected to sheker, that are not embodying this potential to become a kesher to become a keresh but they're living in a, in a realm of sheker even in this world it's considered mace because it's, it's all bound up into transients into a fleeting world of physicality that, won't, that will not last that a Kaddish Baruch will strip this whole reality away like a garment to demonstrate how it was really all him behind the p'china 
beyond the aspect of Teva. That really behind this Egyptian ruler is Yosef at Tzadik. That everything evil and everything difficult and everything that we suffer from is really HaKadosh Baruch Hu just in the disguise of an Egyptian ruler, so to speak. But it's Yosef at Tzadik. Ani Yosef. And Ha'oyed Avichai. Ha'oyed Avichai. That the master of the world is always here and he was always here. In the good times and the bad times and the ups and the downs. And he arranges for all of these experiences so that we can bring him in. That's called Chayim. That's called Emes. V'nasan lanu tairas Emes v'chaye oilam nata b'seicheinu. Tairas Emes v'chaye chayim because it's connected to eternality. You implanted within us. To utilize the Torah and the mitzvahs to draw HaKadosh Baruch Hu down into this world and to take all of that which is mutter and to lift it up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and sur meirah, by doing so, we enable even the evil or the premise of evil to also become part of the story. In that, we are turning away from it. That's called Chaim. That's called Emes. That's called Kesher. That's called Keresh. And so we have that ability in front of us at all times. Right? right? And, and so that's what he says. That we should choose life. And the main thing is that a person should attempt to bind everything to the source. And that this potential to engage in this meal, in this feast, to sit down to a perm suda and to eat like a glutton and to eat without any holy consciousness of what eating is and what the whole Indian is. But Mamash just to sit down at a very gashmius level. We have the ability to take the tov, the potential for goodness, and to make it ra, because that's the klipas noga, it's in between. Perm suda is not a good example because that's Mamash mitzvah. But any Tuesday night dinner, right? We have the ability to either take the good part of it and mamas drag it down into the dirt of our own ego or to do the opposite, to take the potential for evil and to mamas turn it into good, turn it into something holy. If we're eating with the right consciousness. Not that a person should simply stay away from evil and do good. But v'asetov minhara. Minhara tasetov. Sur ra. Stay away from evil. And through that, va'ase tov. Turn the evil into tov. Sur ra. And through that, va'ase tov. Kesher. Keresh. Sulamut of arts of Erezhim and Emes. Broad-mindedness. Eternality. Chayim. Ula haven zayn to understand this. Ki kalpachinas rabbis sharshi Everything that we perceive to be evil about that the Baal Shem taught the world in so many different ways. In every Torah that he taught, he was teaching us this. But he taught us and revealed to the world that evil is only the lowest manifestation of good. Evil is the lowest expression of good. There is no such thing as, 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 uh, as, as evil rab etzem. It's all, all part of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Rachmanas and goodness that He created the world. That even that which we perceive to be Gvura, Ki Gavar Aleinu, what we perceive to be negative and severe and harsh, is Chazda, is also an, express, an expression of Hashem's Chesed. And so that's what He says here, that ultimately it's all Tov B'Shairis, Derech Mashal, Achila, Shtia, Zivug, all these things, being a, a human being, what this means, eating, drinking, marital intimacy. When we're engaged in these avodas and we bring Hashem into it, 
and we bring Hashem into it and we, we're conscious of Him and we're conscious of our purpose of binding the lowest elements of existence to the highest realms of being and we allow our neshamas to become that kesher, that tzaddik, that bechina of tzaddik yisod olam, the bechina of kichol bashamayim of aret, into our eating, into our drinking, into the bechina of even the lowest pleasures of what it means to be human, to make that a chamber for God. Where is God wherever you let Him in? So when you eat and you drink and you have the machshava, the why are you eating and drinking? To give you strength so that you should be able to learn, so that you should be able to daven, so that you should be able to bring goodness into the world, godliness into the world. And you have that machshava to say Hashem is present even when we're, when we're eating. And that our birchas hamazon, for example, isn't this super rushed thing, even though our bracha rishayna was mamish, you know, was such, you know, such kavana. And then afterwards we become so already magushim that birchas hamazon, you know, we don't take seriously because we became more physical. Adarab, we become more spiritual through the eating. And ubezivug, and in the sense of marital, you know, intimacy, garim zivug al yoinim, you're gonna you're gonna cause tremendous intimacy in the spiritual light that are connected to those two neshamas coming together, l'sharsham, ubanim sadikim, right, and bringing down incredible holy souls to the world. But the opposite also exists. Right, that a, that a person can become fat, satiated, v'yivat, and kick Hakadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, kick him out of our lives. That the Yitzhar draws a person. And this is enough for the wise person who will understand these things. And this is what Chazal mean when they said, Who's the wise person? To learn from every person. Said the Baal Shem HaKadosh, What does it mean? What does it mean to learn from every person? You know what every person includes? Every person includes the Yitzhar also. Haloi made me call Adam. I heard from holy men. Again, who hung around the Vashem Menu. Even from those things that appear to be lowly, that appear to be mundane, that appear to be outside the sphere of my Avodah Hashem, my occupation, the lowest aspects of nine to five, just doing what I need to do, menial labor, whatever it is. There are different ways how to go ahead and channel every single aspect and facet of the human experience. All of the Eretz Sulam and to bring it up to Many different ways to do this. And through this we lift up all that which perceived we perceived previously to be evil and we lift it up to the realm of goodness. And that also strips away the Bechina of Elohim which is Gematria HaTeva which is that aspect in which we perceive the world to just be a natural place which is Midas HaDin Tzimtzum Concealment we realize that it's not really, it's not really Elokim, it's really Yudke Vavke. Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. It's Mamish Echad, it's Mamish One. And that does away with the Midas Hadin, with the Tzimtzum, the concealment, and godliness is able to appear in our lives. And here we come to the end. This is the meaning in our Pasuk. That Hashem said, You shall make Krashim for the Mishkan. What is the Mishkan? It isn't simply a place that we build physically for God, but Hashem says, That a Kaddish Baruch who wants us to build a Mishkan, to make a Mishkan in our hearts, to turn 
turn our lives into a mishkan, into a dwelling place for God, to take every facet of our existence and to turn that into a heichel de kedusha. And so Hashem says, you know that mishkan that I told you to build, that all of your actions should be a vessel for my godliness to become revealed in your life? You know how I want you to make that mishkan? With crushing, which is Isaiah's kesher. And to stay away from Isaiah's sheker. And to connect to emes. Emes. To realize that at the core of your identity, you are a mikasher. You are one that binds, we talk in the, in the, in the Lashon of the Course, the wick to the flame, right? Like we spoke about. You're the ones that are drawing the lowliest depths of physicality up and out into the flame of Ruchnias, into the flame of Nerlekim Nishmas Adam, that's dancing on top of that wick to draw itself and become subsumed into the godliness, right? Into that source of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but ultimately remains connected to the wick for the purpose of lifting up the wick and the physicality into that experience of spiritual striving. Kesher, make the mishkan out of ksharim. To connect yourself to the master of the world and to fulfill to know God in every single place that the word da'ehu, like we speak about so often, is an expression of intimacy, of connection, to connect the bind, to become a keresh from the highest levels down to the lowest levels. In all of your ways, in every aspect of your existence, and all of your different moods, and all of your different circumstances, and all the different facets of your life, to become da'ehu, to become intimate with Hashem through everything. To bind yourself to the source. And through this again, we elevate these things. And we ourselves are lifted above. And we can turn the evil or that which previously we associated with the lowest realms of existence into Tov Mamish. And this explains what this Pasuk means. That what does this mean? Hashem wants us to make the Mishkan, which is Bilvavi Mishkan Evna, out of Ksharim, which is Bechina of Lekasher, Bechol Drechecha De'eyu. But He wants us to make the Ksharim out of Atzei Shitim Omdim, standing upright beams that are made out of cedar wood. What does this mean? What's this Miramis to us? And how is this relevant to you and I today? Hainu atse, the word atse, which means an eitz, which means a tree, could also be a lashon of eitzos, of advice. Shitim humispar satan, and the word shitim is gematria satan, the yitzahara. And this is the bechina of Ezehu chacham, haloi made me call adam, limud is connected to the bechina of eitzah, eitzah is soshia, the Torah is called soshia, the Torah is the bechina of chachmeilah. And so this aspect of loimin mikal adam is connected and encapsulated within these two words, atse shitim. We take eitzos from the bechina of the shitim, which is the which is the satan. Atse shitim, where it's alomar osam hadvarim sheim afilu mitzara satan kaniskala el. We're being able to take an eitzah from them and to realize that they're also part of the picture, that they're also part of this incredible enterprise of the Jewish nation throughout history to transform physicality into a place where God is found. Echad 
And through this, we're able to lift the world up to become all made. Not sitting, not laying down. The, the sheker of life. Shin kufresh. The Chazal tell us that sheker, that sheker, these three letters, shin kufresh, the kuf has a very long leg. And if it were to be stood up, so to speak, it would just fall right over. Because sheker doesn't lift up the world. Sheker engages with the world as the world is. Flat. Okay, the world is round. Uh, that's, that's itself maybe a, a, a point of contention to some. The world is low. It's vertical. It's, not, it's, it's horizontal, rather. It just is. Sheker falls over. Emes is omid. Emes yeshla kiyum. Because emes is black letters. Emes lifts everything up from the tough to the mem to the aleph. It lifts up everything in existence, even the bechin of the satan, atzeshitim. It takes an etzah from the satan. How to bring that into my existence as well. How to lift that up as well. Kima va'aliyah, to lift everything up. Al-derech, like the Pasik says, va'yakam avram. When Avraham bought the sadeh of the ma'aris ha'machpelah from Ephron, the Pasik tells us, va'yakam ha'sadeh la'avram. Strange lesson. The sadeh, the field, stood up la'avram for Avram. Says the Baal Shem Tov and all the tzaddikim. When a tzaddik buys a field, va'yakam ha'sadeh. The field has an aliyah. Say a story from the Baal Shem Tov that he used to go out and do Kabbalah Shabbos in the fields, surrounding the shtibel, surrounding the fields. And it's brought down in the Sefer Beis Aaron and others far and bring it out as well. The Naim Elimelech has a different expression of this, but it's the same idea. That as he was standing there in the field singing Kabbalah Shabbos, surrounded by flocks of sheep, all the sheep stood up on their hind legs like, like human beings, meaning to stand up, and they were also you know, singing to Hashem. And the pshat is, is that when, it's, when, when, when physicality is engaged with by the tzaddik, he brings up the level that's below Adam, so to speak, which is the level of chai, as opposed to medaber, and he lifts it up. He lifts up everything around him to a higher plane of existence so that the sheep stand up like human beings around the Baal Shem's Kabbalah Shabbos. Vayyakam Avram, the Bechina of Atse Shitim Omdim. Vayyakam to lift up this world. It's because Avram bought it, so Mamela, he was able to engage in that physical acquisition in such a holy way that it had a kima, that it had an aliyah. And the same thing applies here. That it lifts up even that place of the ra. And through that asetov, remember what capacity you have within your heart and soul to be likasher, to become a keresh. To take the lowliest aspects of our existence and to lift it up to such a lofty plane. That is our premise, that is our purpose, that is our ultimate eventuality. And how foolish, like I said before, and that's an important point, to dafka, run away from Hashem when we experience the Hester. That's what we were sent to the world, to find Him even in the Hester. And not even specifically in the Hester. That's, wh- that's when we need to stay there and not go anywhere. When the going gets tough, that's when the tough get going. That's the Iker. That's Mamish the Iker. 
of what it means to be a human and not to get wrapped up into the Bechina of Sheker. Those three letters that stand together, that are always wrapped up in the stupidities of the moment and waste time and, 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 and build their lives on trivialty and things that are transient, that are fleeting, that don't matter in the ultimate sense of the word. So it's a waste. It's mamash a waste. And ain't lem kima. Sheker ain't la raglayim. Only emes has raglayim. But Sheker will fall over. It doesn't last. And to transform the Sheker to Kesher, to Keresh, and to make our Mishkan of all the different aspects of our lives through the help of the Tzaddikim who teach us this and give us this consciousness to become a Bechina of Bechol Jerachecha Da'ehu. That's the Mishkan. Kol Nadiv Liba Yiviyeha. From my lave, everything that I'm feeling. Sometimes Yismach Lev Mevakshi Hashem. But we could also add a Shivrin Lev. We could also have Haraifel Shure Lev. All of these different experiences that we go through throughout the human condition and throughout the human experience. Dafka, that's our Mishkan that's built out of Ksharim, that's built out of Kurashim, Atze Shitim omdim, to take an Eitzah even from the Shittim to the Bechina of the Satan omdim and to lift up all of existence to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. where is God wherever you let Him in so let's let Him in everywhere so God will then be everywhere and we'll have a Kim of the Pasuk by Yayma Hu Yi Hashem Echad Ushmai Echad V'nasa Meratov Uvazem HaHapchem Midas HaDin Liminas HaRachem and Takim Kol Adinam and that will sweeten everything all those judgments that are rooted in the place of the concealment Kain Yeh B'meher B'yameinu Amen, but Amen. We should be to walk with this all the time. Very, very quickly, I just want to thank our sponsor. We have two sponsors, both anonymous, but one, in addition to all of the brachas in the world that we bless on both of them, one of them has specifically Lenishmas. I just want to read that Lenishmas. All of my ancestors, he says, including Yaakov and Max, Leiba Bas Beryl, Freyda Bas Yaakov, Yita Bas Yaakov, as a schus for his own shidduch, for all the singles of Klai Yisrael, as a schus for Rufus Shalema, for all Chal Yisrael, and as a schus for continued Hatzlacha and Bracha for LPI. Amen, Amen, Ken Yeratzon. We appreciate the support, we appreciate the participation, and again, this, like all the teachings that I tried to teach in the context of LPI and Bechlal, is not just a Dvar Torah. It's not just a teaching you say over, it's a nice chap, it's a nice var. This is life. All of Yiddishkeit is encapsulated within this one little Torah from one Sefer out of thousands and thousands of Svarim from the Tamidi Abesh, but they managed to encapsulate it all because it was Emes. It wasn't Sheker, even a little bit. There was no Tzad Sheker. It was always Emes, always focused on the eternal, always focused on the ultimate. What are we here for? We should be Zohar to embody this, not just to live it, not just to hear it, not just to feel it, but Mamish, Mamish, to experience it, to turn our lives into a Mishkan made out of crushing so thank you so so much for joining and uh, Ami go for it let's, let's we have time for one little question uh, peace from us we are also so with the Mishkan with Salo and the Salo helping with the pieces on the Mishkan I don't remember exactly what you're referring to right now I would have to I would have to uh, look it inside it's a piece from last I remember similar it's like a the Archipelos are like the, the help build the Mishkan with the, the wall like the, all the compartments to add on to the... Ah, ah, absolutely. Amamash, absolutely. That's what the Mishkan is. The Mishkan is the Shechina. Shechina is connected to Tefillah, right? Because Tefillah, we really let Hashem in. That's what Tefillah is. Torah, sometimes not so much because it's easy to, you know, engage in Torah as a purely intellectual endeavor. But the whole premise of Tefillah is Tefillah la'ani kiyatov, right? Is to make ourselves into the Bechina va'ani, you know, to channel and allow HaKadosh Baruch Hu to fill that experience. And so that's the, um, that's the Nekudah. So I'm sure it was connected. I don't know exactly what piece, but it's it, it, all, all of Hasidus is wrapped into a teaching. 
something yeah. like this. So Ashreinu, Namash Ashreinu, thank you so, so much for joining. Thank you, but I've been trying to with the spiels. I was thinking about spiel also while we're relearning this. Beautiful. Mamish beautiful. Ashrecha and Ashreinu. Thank you so, so much for being a part of it, Ami, and all the chaver here. And um, this, this text is from Dega Ephraim. It's toward the end of the parsha. Dega Ephraim, but I'm going to send out the source sheets. And we have another message from Yosef Silverstein, who says, Tara Arvayigas, Atishitim relates to Seder Shalshus Avoda. Now, I love every level. Tameach, Domim, Chaim Adaber. Absolutely. I do not teach Degel every, uh, every week. We try to take um, one of the pieces from. Uh, Different svarim. Sometimes we do the same save for a couple of weeks in a row, but really to get a good sampling of all this, all the tzaddikim v'siyatadishmai. So thank you so so much for joining, and I wish you all the most beautiful, special, wonderful Shabbos that we can perceive Hashem's presence, mamish, in the bechin of a mishkan bolvavi mishkan evne v'siyatadishmai. Thank you, thank you, thank you, chevra be'ez Hashem. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful, beautiful Shabbos to all. Thank you so much, Daniel. Thank you so much. All the Chevra, Rachi and, and, and Yosef and Yehuda, everybody. Mamish, thank you. And Shai, of course. Mamish, thank you. All the best. Good Shabbos. Good Shabbos.